Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 29th. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. We begin by remembering our baptism. In Romans 6, it says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. So baptism really is a matter of life and death. Or maybe better said, it's a matter of death and life. Because in it we receive Jesus' death to atone for our sins. But we also receive the promise of life. And so we make the sign of the cross and say, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. Good morning, Lord. Before I begin this day, I would remember all your blessings and promises. You have created me, given me life, placed me in a home, provided for my needs, and blessed me with abilities. You have given me a world in which to live that grows food, sustains life, and is remarkably resilient in the face of all that mankind does to and upon it. You have given me friends, neighbors, and community with systems of governance, justice, security, and peace. More importantly, you have given yourself, Lord Jesus, to die for my sins and rise for my eternal life. Help me receive the fullness of your blessings with joy and gratitude today. Help me to be a good witness of your love, forgiveness, and salvation. Let my life show that your mercy and loving kindness are at work in me. Let my works and words make known that your salvation is available to all who would trust in you. Amen. Today we confess our Christian faith using Luther's explanation to the second article of the Apostles' Creed. I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death, that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. The scripture reading that we are meditating on this week is Psalm 23. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. 
Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We'll take a closer look at verse 3. Verse 3 actually begins, uh, He restores my soul, which belongs to the the statement that begins in in verse 2 that says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. Uh, You notice kind of the progression of, of just this peaceful rest that God gives. And when it says that he restores my soul, uh, there's a sense of he brings it back. Um, and that, that word he, he brings back, it's the same word as, as repent. And, and so there is this sense that uh, he repents us. Uh, we're unable in and of ourselves to repent for our sins. And, uh, and, and so because our turmoil with God deals with our, our disobedience, uh, he enters into our lives and, and he is the one who brings us rest by, by returning us uh, back to our right relationship with God. The, uh, the rest of verse 3 that says he guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake uh, has some really interesting uh, insights. If you, if you go to the original language, um, the Hebrew, uh, when it says he guides me in paths of righteousness, um, that word for paths, uh, it, it, it's kind of a, a picture of a well-worn uh, path. It's a, it's a deeply grooved wagon rut. Uh, the idea being that, that this path is something that is really well-established. It, it, it has been walked many times. Uh, many, many uh, followers of God have, have gone in this path of righteousness and, and what is this, this path of righteousness? Well, it, it's God's mercy. It's, his God's, it's God's forgiveness and his salvation. Notice that he says that he does this for his name's sake. This is, this is God's fame. His, his mark of, of who he is is that he has mercy upon his people. He saves his people. And for him to to do something for his name's sake is to do it because of his love, to be involved with his people through his his mercy and his grace. And so as we interact with with God, we, we take to heart his names. You know, he says, I am who I am. He's the God who really is. He is our Lord Jesus Christ. He reveals himself as Jesus, the Lord saves. He reveals himself as Christ, the anointed one, who who comes to redeem us and and to rescue us. And so as we, we consider what is God saying to us when he guides us in paths of righteousness for his namesake, I think a lot of times we get this picture of this being about our behavior. But it's not about our behavior. These paths of righteousness are where Jesus delivers his righteousness to us. Where his righteousness comes to us from the outside through the word and through the sacraments. And as we 
travel in, in this path, in this, this wagon rut of righteousness. He shapes us and transforms us so that our lives bear fruit that are fruit of righteousness, that we actually start to bring forth in our actions and our behaviors uh, the, the, the marks of what it means to be a faithful follower. And it begins with things like repentance. It begins with things like trusting God's mercy as we walk with him day by day. As we pray today, uh, we pray about creation. And, uh, and we think about the, the bounty of the earth and the many rich blessings that we experience in this world. We also know that uh, uh, this creation that we live in is subjected to frustration because of our sin. And uh, that's part of where our focus will be on this prayer because things like COVID-19 and other illnesses and diseases that we would call natural, uh, they're part of this fallen, broken world that we live in, a world that's subject and, and, and damaged and groaning because of our sin. We pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, when you created the world, you looked at it and you said it was good. In fact, at one point you looked at it and you said it was very good. And we still see so much of that goodness as we look at the world, when we see the beauty of nature, when we see the, the complexity of uh, the microorganisms and, and we see the vastness of space. And yet, it's a world that's subject to frustration, a world that is subject to our sin. We hear in the news about parts of this world uh, that were so polluted that in this time that with COVID-19, when people are required to shelter in place, that, that they've become less polluted and wild animals have returned there. We've, we've heard about how this illness, COVID-19, you know, gets spread simply through the most natural things like breathing. And we pray, Lord, that, that you would be in the midst of this creation. It's your creation. It's your world. And we pray, Lord, as your creatures, that you would help us to take responsibility for the stewardship that we have of the world that you have placed us in. And we pray that you would help us to understand how this world works. And in this case, we're thinking really rather specifically of virology. How do these viruses work so that we can provide antidotes so that if there is a possibility for a vaccine that, that perhaps we could develop that as a good gift from you, that we would be able to use our understanding of this world understanding that you give us, understanding that comes because you've created this world in such a way that we can understand it, that we would use that to your glory and to the benefit of our neighbors. We pray these things in Jesus' name. And we pray as Jesus teaches us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. God bless your day. Go in the confidence that God is with you. And may he lead you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Come back this evening and join me for, a, for an evening devotion. God bless you.